I'm E.G. Marshall. I'm happy you could join us. I must tell you something about myself, which perhaps you already know. Now and then, I succumb to a temptation which is as futile as it is irresistible. I ask for an answer to a question to which there is no answer, never has been, and may never be. Yet the question stands and stays, patiently awaiting the answer that will let it retire. So now, I ask you, what is truth? Our mystery drama, Guilty, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Elspeth Eric and stars Jack Grimes and Anne Petoniak. It is sponsored in part by the Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Kenneth Case is 39 years old. He lives in his mother's house on one of the tree-shaded streets of a pleasant suburb. And he teaches philosophy at the State University. He's not handsome, but he has a genial look about him. He's not brilliant, but neither is he stupid. And most people enjoy his company. His means are modest, but so are his wants. And he has tenure in his job. The life of Kenneth Case has been placid and fairly free of stress until this moment. All right, hands at your sides and look straight ahead. Take your time. That's him. Please. Straight from the left. Please keep your voice down. I'd know him anywhere. That's him. Mother? Mother? I'll be right down, Kenny. Oh, okay, take your time. I'm going to make myself a drink. I meant to be at the station house, but... Oh, that's all right. I had to finish up with the lawyers. It's not so easy to take out a second mortgage. I never thought I'd have you to... You uh, make out all right? Well, of course. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Well, that, that's right. I don't suppose you made a drink for me. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know you wanted... That's want... all right. I'll make it myself. I need one as much as you do. I doubt that. Well, almost. Isn't 15000 kind of a high bail? Oh, I have no idea. Well, it seems awfully high to me. They know you're not going to run off someplace. I've never known how they decide what bail to set. I've never thought too much about it. I never thought it would concern me. Even now, I can't believe it has anything to do with me. You want a little snack or something to go with your drinks? Uh, no, 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 thanks. It was that woman's identification that did it. Oh, I don't mean the identification. I stopped believing any of it long before they put me in the lineup. By the time I'd gotten that far, I was starting to think the whole thing was a joke. A joke? A comedy of errors. Well, it is. And when that detective showed up, I just thought he was, well, you know, just here to ask questions. Did I know Mrs. Malloy? Had I seen her that day? Et cetera, et cetera. When he said, I'm going to have to ask you to come with me, Mr. Case, I, I, I think I laughed. I don't remember exactly, but I actually think I left. That's when it started to be unreal. Something out of another world, of, an, an, another life. Not my world, not my life. You, you know, I, I think when she screamed out, that's him. I, I, I don't think I really laughed out loud, but I wanted to. I, well, inside I could feel a, a little kind of giggle. Oh, I hope you didn't actually laugh. Well, what's the difference? 
whole thing is a craziness. This woman, this total stranger, says a man five feet nine with a blonde mustache and a black briefcase, knocked at my door. When I opened it, he grabbed me by the neck and he tried to choke me. After that, he knocked me down and raped me. He took my jewelry and he ran. I, I, I read it all in the paper. No particular reason, except that I know the house she lives in. I pass it every day on my way to the university and again on my way home. That gave me some kind of special interest, I guess, just knowing the house. But then I forgot about it. Completely forgot till Detective Stein showed up and... Well, you know. The woman's crazy. No, she isn't necessarily crazy. She's just mistaken. She's crazy. She said from the start the man was about 40. Blonde mustache, brown suit. Or a liar. Then she sees me. Blonde mustache, brown suit, about 40. And she says, that's my man. She wasn't necessarily lying. In fact, I'm sure she thinks she was telling the truth. If only she wasn't. She made a mistake. She was wrong. They'll find out she's lying. Not lying. Just wrong. Whatever. I saw her a couple of times. You did? Don't tell them that. Yeah, my way to work. She was on the porch. I, I never even spoke to her. There was no reason to. What does she look like? Oh, about your age, I guess. Is she pretty? I, I don't know. Nice looking. There was, I remember, hair cut short. Yeah, I, I remember that because you just had yours cut short, so I sort of noticed. Well, what I can't figure out is why you. What does she have against you? She made a mistake, that's all. She lied. No, no, she didn't. Well, she certainly didn't tell the truth. Well, she certainly didn't. Only how am I going to prove that? Make her take a lie detector test. A what? A lie detector test. Why not? Well, she believes she's telling the truth. Only I know she isn't. Mother, I think you've given me an idea. I have. I'm going down to the station house. I can just make it if I hurry. What for? I want to talk to Lieutenant Stein. Come in. Oh. Come in, Mr. Case. Hello, Lieutenant. Didn't expect you back so soon. Uh, no, I, uh, I guess you didn't. Well, sit down. Sit down. Uh, thanks. Now, what can we do for you? I want to take a lie detector test. That identification by Mrs. Malloy shook me up, Lieutenant. Mm-hmm. She sounded so positive and... She's so wrong. The lie detector readings are not admissible in court. You know that. Yeah, yes, I know that. It's about the only thing I do know about them. But that it, 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 it's hanging over my head that this thing. I, I, I don't mind telling it. It's not pleasant. No, I don't imagine it is. I, I may have to go to a trial. Well, unless you find out who really did it, boy. Then. Well, we're still looking. Well, that's good. But in the meantime, even if it doesn't help me in court, if it if it comes to that, it it would help me to well to prove my innocence. Who do you think you're proving it to? I, I don't know exactly. To myself? <laughs> Silly, I already know. To you, maybe? I'd, I'd, I'd like to feel you're on my side. I'm on nobody's side. I'm just a detective. Yeah, but... Well, let's just say I'd, I'd like to take the test. Well, if you want to. I do. Janet, get me Dr. Knapp at the hospital, will you? Thanks. A doctor, huh? Well, I don't know doctors ran these things. Well, any qualified person can do it. Dr. Knapp happens to be the polygrapher we use when there's any occasion, which isn't too often. 
fine. Instead of looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dr. Knapp, thank you. This is Lieutenant Stein. Can you run a polygraph for me? Well, any time, I guess. Now, hold on, please. You in a hurry, Mr. Case? Uh, well, yes. As soon as possible, Doctor. This afternoon, 4.30. Fine, fine. See you, Doc. All set. 4.30? Right. Uh, where do I go? To the hospital or, or where? How about right here? Well, is that possible? Easiest thing in the world. Well, all right, then. Fine, I'll go home and tell my mother and talk about you at 4.30. Uh... <laughs> she was. What's the matter? Well, nothing's the matter. I... I, I just didn't know it would be so simple. Uh, look, w- will you be here later w- when I come back? Oh, sure, I'll be here. I have to give the doctor the list of questions. Oh, you make up the questions, not uh, not the doctor. I'm the only one who knows what to ask. Yes, of course, you're right. The doctor doesn't know me at all. Well, uh, thank you, Lieutenant, for, for everything. Not at all. I'll see you at 4.30. Right. You know, I'm... Beginning to feel better. It, it, it's a question of doing something, I guess, not just sitting and waiting. Bob, I'll see you later, Lieutenant. Uh, am I early? Just a couple of minutes. How are you, Mr. Case? Well, I'm all right, I think. I'm kind of looking forward to this. I, I guess because I, I know I'm not guilty of anything. It'd be nice if everybody believed me, but they don't, so I guess I want a machine to uh, sort of stick up for me. Crazy? Oh, I don't know. Uh, is, is, is that it? The polygraph? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. It's small, isn't it? How big did you expect it to be? I, I don't know what I expected. I don't even know what I expect now. I just know I didn't do anything wrong. I know, I know. Now, that must be the doctor. Hi, Doc. Hello, Lieutenant. This is Mr. Case, Dr. Knapp. Dr. Knapp, Mr. Case. Mr. Case? Oh, I... I was just saying, Lieutenant, here, that I wasn't sure what I expected from this test. And one of the things I didn't expect was that you'd be a woman. I'm also a qualified polygraphist. Well, I I didn't mean... (laughs) Life is full of surprises. Are we ready? Okay to start, Mr. Case? Oh, sure, yep, sure. If you'll be so good as to step over here, Mr. Case. All right. Now, this is the machine. Yeah, the Lieutenant told me. That's your chair. This is my chair. Mm-hmm. Will you please remove your jacket and take your place in the chair? Yeah. Sure. sure. Sit down, Mr. Case. Okay. Relax. That's better. May I have your right hand, please? Right hand? Uh, sure. Uh, this is nothing but an abrasive salve I'm rubbing into your palm. Similar to those used for making contact in electrocardiograms. Uh-huh. Now, I'm, I'm going to fasten the disc... Tell me if it's too tight. No, it's okay. Your left arm now, please. All right. This is a rubber sleeve I'm putting around your bicep, much like the one used for taking blood pressure. Too tight? Uh, uh maybe a little. There. Uh, Ready? Uh, yeah, yes. Yes, thanks. Uh, this thing that looks like a rubber accordion, it goes around your chest. Will you lean forward a little, please? All right. There. That, that's all. Are you comfortable, Mr. Case? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Well, you're now connected to the machine, and the machine is connected to you. Mm-hmm. The disc in your palm registers pulse beat. 
The band in your arm, pressure of blood. All right. The band around your chest measures your breathing. That's all there is to the machine. Simple, isn't it? Uh, will it also make coffee? <laughs> Not this model. You have the question, Lieutenant? Yeah, right here. Uh, these are the questions I'm going to ask you. Uh, each question has its corresponding number on the tape. They're synchronized. If there should be a long silence at any time, don't worry. I'm only waiting for the next number to come up. You answer with yes or no. What? The questions are designed to be answered that way. Understand? No. Mr. Casey. What, what, what kind of a game are you trying to run on me? Game? Well, it's hardly a question in the world that can be answered yes or no. Mr. Case, you're disturbing the wires. Any question worth asking can't be answered yes or no. Mr. Case, you asked for this test. I know I did. The polygraph has to have yes or no answers or it won't work at all. Believe me. Okay, I... I believe it. Now, try not to move, please. And answer the questions in a low and uniform tone of voice. Ready? Ready. Is your name Kenneth Case? Yes. Were you born in the United States? Yes. Are you married? No. Are you a professor of philosophy? and men. If our age is distinguished by anything, it is man's devotion to the machine. There is almost nothing we have not invented a machine to do for us. From washing our clothes to killing our enemies, we worship the machine. It has taken over our lives. The day may come when it will take over us, and in simple self-defense, we will turn ourselves into machines. I'll be back shortly with Act Two. Kenneth Case, age 39, professor of philosophy at the State University, lives with his mother in a suburban town. The tenor of his life was interrupted when he was taken into custody on suspicion of assault, rape, and robbery. The victim was a Mrs. Malloy, who stridently identified Kenneth Case as a criminal. At his own request, he has been granted a lie detector test, and the test is in progress. Do you have a dark blue suit in your wardrobe? Yes. Do you have a brown suit in your wardrobe? Yes. Have you ever heard of a woman named Frances Malloy? Yes. Have you ever spoken with Mrs. Malloy? No. Do you shave with an electric razor? No. Are you aware that Mrs. Malloy was assaulted in her home? Yes. Are you married? No. Do you pass by Mrs. Malloy's home on your way to work? Yes. Do you pass Mrs. Malloy's house on your way home from work? Yes. Did you see Mrs. Malloy on Monday evening, June the 3rd? No. Did you see her on the morning of June the 4th? No. Have you ever thought of starting a conversation with Mrs. Malloy? Yes. Have you ever started such a conversation? No. Do you live at number 114 Forest Avenue? Yes. Does your mother also live at this address? Yes. Do you have a checking account? No. Do you have a savings account? Yes. Is it a joint account with your mother? No. On June 3rd, did you assault Mrs. Malloy? No! Please, Mr. Case, I asked you not to move. 
and to keep your replies as close to a monotone as possible. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to adjust the machine. Glass of water, Mr. Case? Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. Ready? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ready. Do you own a radio? Yes. Do you own a record player? Mother? Mother? I'll be right down, Jenny. I'm going to make myself a drink. Uh, you want one? Please. Well, how was it? Uh, not, not so bad. You mean it? Well, at first, it wasn't quite what I expected. To start with, the uh, polygrapher, which is what they call people who give these tests, turned out to be a lady doctor. A lady? Well, she works at the county hospital. Polygraph, sort of an outside activity, I gather. Did she tell you that? Well, no, I, I just guess. How old? You, what? How old is the lady doctor? Yeah, I don't know. Around my age, I guess. Maybe younger. I didn't get around to asking her age. Now, don't be sarcastic, Kenny. Sorry. Dorothy called while you were down there. Oh, what you want? Just to know how you were and how you're bearing up, etc. She want me to call her back? Well, I can't remember if she said to call her back or if she didn't. I'll call her back anyway. But finish your drink first. Gov, yeah. Are you serious about Dorothy? Well, I like Dorothy. You know that. Well, of course I know that. I asked you, are you serious? I don't think I'm serious about Dorothy. Does she know that? I think so. You just think so? I know so. You've told her? Don't worry, Mother. She knows. <laughs> I wasn't worried. Why don't you call her back? She sounded genuinely worried. I think I'll have another drink first. I think I will, too. Okay. You know, Kenny, hmm? I'm glad you're not serious about Dorothy. Oh, you are? Well, but she's too young for you. Uh, here's your drink. Thank you, honey. I, uh don't need your permission to get married, you know. Well, whoever said you did? Well, the way you talk. Well, it doesn't hurt to talk about it, does it? I mean, you've waited this long to get married. I should think you'd want to be sure it's the right girl. I do. Well, all right, then. Now, take that girl you met on the Caribbean cruise. You almost married her. Yeah, no, I didn't. Oh, yes, you did. I remember it very well. What was her name? Uh, she had a long, skinny face, looked like a horse. Christine. Now, that would have been a mistake to marry her. Now, you know that. There was something not really feminine about that girl, that Christine, don't you think? Oh, I, I thought she was very feminine. Well, it's a matter of opinion, I guess. Anyway, it didn't take you long to get rid of her. Look, Mother, I was feeling pretty good when I came home. Now I'm starting to feel lousy. Can't we talk about something besides my old girlfriend? Well, what do you want to talk about? I don't know anything. Uh, why don't you call up Dorothy? Later. I'll, I'll call her later. I like Dorothy. Well, I never knew that. Well, I think she's very nice and attractive looking. Don't you think? Why, well, I, I guess so. Not like that awful, um... What's her name that uh, you were so gone on last year? What awful what's her name? You know the one, that fat blonde, that divorcee? Myra Stanton? That's the one, Myra. She was years older than you. 
she was exactly my age. She was. Well, she looked years older. And fat. Now, Dorothy isn't fat. All right. We've established that much. Dorothy isn't fat. Now, can we go on and talk about something else? Like, well, what's for dinner? Uh, leftovers. Oh. Maybe we should go out. What for? I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. Sort of celebrating. Celebrating what? Yeah, well, it may sound silly, but celebrating my lie detector test. What kind of a thing is that to celebrate? Taking a lie detector test like a common criminal. Uh, do you want to go out for dinner or don't you? No, I don't. I went to a lot of trouble to dress up those leftovers, and I want to eat home. Okay, maybe I'll see if Dorothy wants to have dinner with me. Uh, honey, don't, don't do that. I'll go out for dinner. I didn't realize it meant that much to you. Well, for some crazy reason, it does. Look, I'll go up and change. And it won't take a minute. Okay. You make yourself another drink, and I'll be right down. Okay, okay. I'll wear my blue lace. Uh, um, I'll, I'll get it. Yeah, yes, hello. Uh, Mr. Case there. Uh, th- this is Mr. Case. Mr. Case, Lieutenant Stein. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Lieutenant. I thought you might be worried about the polygraph. Well, I'm interested, naturally. I'm not sure I ought to be doing this, but I figured, uh, well, it's your test. You asked for it. You paid for it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I hope you're prepared for this, Mr. Case. For, for what? what? What are you talking about? Well, Dr. Knapp just handed me the analysis, and, uh, I'm sorry to have to tell you this. Tell me what? The analysis seems to indicate that you're guilty, Mr. Case. That I'm what? Guilty. That's impossible. That's what the analysis says. It's it's simply impossible. Yeah, well, I thought I'd tell you. Thank you. Now, don't don't let it get you down. Polygraphs aren't admissible. Well, I'm all ready. How do I look? Was that Dorothy on the phone? It was Lieutenant Stern. What did he want? He wanted to give me the result of the polygraph. Oh? The machine says I'm guilty. But I didn't do it, the man cries out. Even as a little boy, he must have cried out to his mother or his father, I didn't do it. Parents are ready to be persuaded or convinced. But what can the man expect from the machine? The silent, implacable machine. I'll be back shortly with Act Three. Kenneth Case, under suspicion of assault, rape, and robbery, has asked and been allowed to take a lie detector test. Knowing his own innocence, he has returned to the house he shares with his mother, only to receive a phone call from Lieutenant Stein informing him that an analysis of the test results indicate he is guilty. This information Kenneth Case has just passed on to his mother. The lie detector says you're guilty. How can that be? I don't know seems after they've asked all their questions and your answers have made marks on a chart, blood pressure, heartbeat, respiration, 
They take this chart and they analyze it. And this chart, those little marks, make out that you're guilty? So it seems. Well, how can that be? Mother, I don't know. Well, you were the one asked to take the test. You were even paid to take it. Now, would you do that if you were guilty? Maybe they figure I thought I was good enough for a liar to get away with it. Well, why did you ever ask to take it? Because I wanted to clear myself, Mother. But they don't allow those things in court, you said. I know that, but I... Look, Mother, let's not get into all that now. Do you mind? They trapped you. No, they didn't. Why would they? Well, that doctor trapped you, that lady doctor. It was a perfectly legitimate test. Well, then why did it come out the way it did? I don't know. I'll just drop the subject. Uh, I don't suppose we'll be going out to dinner. No, I uh, don't suppose we will. Well, I guess I'll go upstairs and take this dress off. Yeah, you you do that. I'll be down shortly and heat up those leftovers. Okay? Okay. Now, Kenny, try not to brood about this thing, will you? Yeah, yeah I'll try. Now, it's spilt milk, that's all. They can't use the test against you in court. Not that I think you'll ever have to go to court. Mother, mother, go up and change your dress, huh? Okay. I won't be more than a couple of minutes. Take your time. I'm not hungry. Kenny? Get that, will you? Yeah. All right. Mr. Case? What? It's Dr. Knapp, isn't it? Yes, did... Detective Stein call you? Yeah, a few minutes ago. Oh, he said he was going to. Yeah, well, uh, he did. I imagine you're upset. You would imagine, rightly. Mr. Case, may I come in and talk to you? What about? The test. What's there to say? Well, quite a lot, really. Anyway, I have a lot to say. Please, let me come in. Okay, uh, come on in. Thank you. This is very unprofessional, what I'm doing. Oh, is it? It's absolutely forbidden to contact anyone we've given the test to. I- I've never done it before, and I won't be doing it again. Uh, look, I was just about to make myself a drink. May I, uh, may I make you one, Dr. Uh, no, I No, I don't care for a drink, thank you. Well, I guess I won't have one either. Uh, you were saying you aren't supposed to contact people you give the test to. I said I'm not supposed to. I never have, and I won't be doing it again because I'm giving the whole thing up. Oh? After I got my M.D., I decided to do some more studying to become an analyst. A psychoanalyst? Yes. It meant a lot more schooling. And there's my training analysis to pay for. I was a little short of money. <laughs> By that, I mean I didn't have any. So one of the things I did to get my hands on some was to learn how to give lie detector tests. The more I learned through psychoanalysis, the less I liked lie detector tests. Oh, well, why is that? I suppose you know what unconscious guilt is. Or do you? Why? Well, I... I, I, I can't say that I do. I, 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 know, I know people are always saying, you know something unconsciously. I have heard people say that. I, I guess that means that you know something, but you 
don't know that you know it or something. Well, people do say that. And they are profoundly wrong. Oh? It's not possible to know something unconsciously because knowing is a property of the conscious mind. Yeah, yeah, well... It's impossible to know anything unconsciously. As soon as you know it, it's conscious. Are you with me? I can't really say I am. But it's possible to feel unconscious guilt. In fact, most of the guilt we feel is unconscious. What we feel consciously is more like uneasiness. Uh, you sure you don't want to drink? <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I think I do. It's a kind of pervasive discomfort. It, it accounts for a lot of our feelings of inadequacy, inferiority, and and so on. Cheers. Uh, oh, dear, I've done it again. Uh, done what? tried to explain something to someone who wasn't ready to listen. I was listening. Yes, but I'm sorry. It was very wrong of me. I'm sure you were just trying to help me out. I'm afraid I haven't succeeded. Well, it was nice of you to try. I'd hope to explain to you how unconscious guilt can and does affect us all. It's all beyond me. I'm sorry. I'd better be going. Look, if you're still upset about the polygraph... Oh, I'll, I'll get over it. Yes, but if you should want to talk some more about it... I'm hoping you'll catch the real criminal pretty soon. Lieutenant Stein says they're still looking. In the meantime, if you want to talk to me, call me at the county hospital. Anytime. Will you? Oh, I didn't know we had company. Mother, this is uh, Dr. Knapp. Mrs. Case? Uh, Dr. Knapp gave me the test. She dropped around. You're responsible for the whole thing. Oh, no. Uh, doctor, you'd better go. Oh, I don't want her. Do you know what you've done to my boy? Come on. Uh, try to explain to her, will you? I will. I, I, I will. And call me if you want to talk. I will, and, and thanks very, very much. You didn't have to be so rude, Mother. Oh, she had some nerve coming here. She was trying to be helpful. She did the damage. Now she wants to help. You didn't eat very much. Not hungry. Where are you going? I'm going to call Dr. Knapp. The woman who was here? Oh, she said I could if I wanted to. The woman who gave you the test? That's right, that's right. Ah, here's the number. The woman who ruined you. Oh, Mother, please. Well, she did. In the first place, I'm not ruined. In the second place... Oh, forget it. Yeah, like uh, county hospital? Yeah, I wonder if I might speak with Dr. Knapp, please. She said I could reach her there. She gave you her number? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Well, what did she do that for? She said if I wanted to talk to her, I could... Dr. Knapp here. Oh, Dr. Knapp, this is Kenneth Case uh, from this afternoon. Oh, yes, uh, you said I could call you if I wanted to talk to you, and I, I, I do want to, so I'm I'm calling you. You want to talk now? What? N- not on the phone. Can you come to the hospital? Uh, yes, yes, I can. You have a car? Well, my mother does. I can borrow it. Well, then, go to the admissions desk on the main floor, and they'll put me on page. Okay, thanks very much. I'll be there in the uh, old, uh, 20 minutes or so. Fine. I'll see you. Mother, uh, okay to borrow the car? You're not actually going to drive clear across town to see that woman. Yes, 
I actually am. Where are the car keys? I swear she's got some kind of hold over you. Come on. Where where, where are the car keys? I am not going to give you the keys. I am not going to have you running off to that woman. Mother. The woman who ruined you. I just want to talk to her. Stay here. Talk to me. Why do you want to talk to her? Because she understands about lie detector tests. She certainly does. She knows just how to make them come out. Look, Mother, it's not like that, please. Now, give me the keys. No, I will not. You are not going to talk to that woman. You mean you won't let me take the car? No, I will not. I don't believe it. You're always running off to some woman. The minute anything happens, you're off somewhere to be with some woman. Mother, you don't know what you're saying. Yes, I do. It's been one woman after another all your life. Dorothy, Myrtle, Christine, and and Myla. And and I can't remember all their names. Mother, give me the car, Now it's this woman doctor. How long will she last? A few months, then it'll be somebody else. You're like an animal, always sniffing around. You're disgusting. You disgust me. Give me those keys. I'm asking you for the last time. I'm not going to give you any keys of mine so you can go sniffing around that lady doctor. No, sorry. All right, I'll take a cab. No, you won't. You won't take any cab. Not while I'm alive, you won't. Get away from that door, Mother. I'll stand here till hell freezes over before I let you go rushing off to that woman. Mother, get away from never, that door. Never, never. I'm never going to let you be an animal anymore. Mother! Stop it, Jeremy. You, <laughs> you hear me? You stop oh, it! Don't get me. Don't get me. Oh, Lord. No, mother, my... Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. My sorrow. I... I, I oh, yeah. oh, Mother. I'm sorry, Mother. I... How... How could you? I... I... I, I, Are you all right? I think so. Come on, sit down over here. Come on. Would you rather lie down? You... You go on and... See your doctor, friend. The keys to the car are in my purse. Oh, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not going to leave you. I'll... I'll... Phone her and tell her I, I, I can't make it. Uh, do, do you want a doctor? No, honey. I, I don't want anything. Yeah, well, uh, uh, hello. Can you locate Dr. Marion Knapp for me? Maybe. Maybe you should keep your appointment. Uh, that's not important. What do you want to see her for? Uh, she told me some things when she was here, and I wanted Dr. to... Dr. Knapp here? D- uh, Dr. Knapp, this is Kenneth Case. Oh, yes. I... I won't be able to get over to the hospital. Oh, something happened? Uh, yes, something happened. Uh, quite a lot. Are you all right, Mr. Case? I think so. I, I mean, yes, I'm I'm all right. Well... Uh, maybe maybe I'll, I'll, I'll call you in the morning. Would, would that be all right with you? Of course it would. I'm not, I'm not sure my mother's... I mean, I can't be absolutely definite about it. You don't have to be. Thank you. I'll I'll call you in the morning, Dr. Knapp. I'll count on hearing from you. Yes. Don't forget that. I'm counting on hearing from you. I I, I won't forget it. Goodbye, Doctor. Did you reach her? Uh, I, I just got through talking to her. Kenny, I told you, if you want to take the car, the... No, 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 no. I I wouldn't leave you now. Oh, that's very sweet of you. You're a good boy. 
after what I did. Oh, I said some awful things to you, Kenny. Yes, you did. But I didn't mean them. I, I was upset. What were you upset about? Well, you know. Everything. Mother, you were upset about my going to see a woman. If Dr. Knapp had been a man... Mother, I was going to talk to the doctor about something she told me this afternoon. I, I didn't listen too hard, and I, I didn't understand most of it. Well, who could understand that psychological mumbo-jumbo? Well, I, I thought I'd like to try. She said something about unconscious guilt. How we carry it around with us and don't even know it. That's about all I remember, but... She connected it up to why the lie detector test turned out the way it did... And I wanted her to try and sort it out for me. Why don't you go over there now? I'll call her in the morning. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Who could that be at the door? Well, maybe I'd better find out. Yes, something you better. Well, Lieutenant Stein, what are you doing here? I guess you're a little surprised to see me, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, yes. Well, Dr. Knapp called me... She said she'd talk to you on the phone, and she didn't like the way you sounded. So I thought I'd come over. Well, it was very nice of you. Very, very nice. I appreciate it. Dr. Knapp thinks a lot of you. I think you're all right, too. Well, thank you. Uh, under the circumstances... Holograph. That doesn't mean anything. I've, uh... i got some news for you. We found the perpetrator. The, 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 the guy that beat up Mrs. Malloy. He looks something like you. And then Mrs. Malloy was pretty hysterical when she identified you. Anyway, I thought you'd like to know. Oh, that... That is good news, Lieutenant. Yeah, I thought you'd like it. Well, I'll be getting on home. Thanks so much for coming by. Not at all. Good night. Father? Who was it, Kenny? Who was at the door? Uh, Lieutenant Stein. They, uh... found the perpetrator. The what? The man who committed the crime. The man who... who attacked Mrs. Malloy. Uh, look, Mother, if it's all right with you, I'm going to take the car and drive over to the hospital. I, uh, I want to tell Dr. Knapp the, uh... The machine was wrong. Guilty. The word falls heavy and precipitous. It has a horrid sound, yet a familiar one. As though at the moment of birth, the entire observing world had solemnly pronounced it over the tiny emerging head. And the echo of the word will haunt us to the end of our days. Guilty. I'll be back shortly. Someday you own. Someday you own. Sooner or later, you'll own generals. 
For 60 years, General Tire has been one of the nation's leading tire manufacturers. But General Tire means more than tires. Their one-stop car care centers are staffed by experts who know how to take care of your car, whether it's wheel alignment, wheel balance, lube and oil change, mufflers, shock absorbers, brakes, or batteries. You get fast, dependable, up-to-date service using only brand parts and materials. And your car gets a free seven-point safety check, too. Best of all, it's priced right. For tires and service, check your yellow pages for the General Tire headquarters nearest you. Guilty by a machine no bigger than a record player. Or for that matter, to be pronounced innocent. It is a measure of our wisdom that such machines have no credit in our courts. It is a measure of our devotion to the mechanical instead of the human that they have credibility anywhere at all. Our cast included Jack Grimes, Anne Petoniak, Nat Poland, and Gene Gillespie. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.